Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Good. You look good. Thank you. Happy Father's Day to me. To you, yes. We had a nice Father's Day. We did. It was lovely. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite Disney father? Oh my goodness. Um, who was my favorite? I don't know who. Uh, let's go with Mr. Incredible. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Mine is uh, Maurice Bell's father from uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Because he's kind of goofy and eccentric and uh, he seems pretty cool though. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Let's, uh, let's go to the Disney Parks blog. All right. Um, they are telling you about a chance to win a four-night cruise from Miami on the Disney Dream. That's right. It is the Disney Cruise Line Vacation Sweepstakes. It is a four-night cruise for you and three guests. You'll get to visit the Bahamas as well as Disney's Castaway Key. And uh, no purchase is necessary. You can enter the sweepstakes between June 7th and uh, July 5th at 11.59. So uh, you can head over to the Disney Parks blog and uh, look at uh, the rules and how to enter that. There's no purchase uh, required, and you are limited to one entry per person per day. And you never know, because we won a cruise once. We did. So it just you just have to enter. You can't win if you don't enter. That's true. Disney Parks is celebrating Lightyear, the new movie that just came out, with some new experiences and items. That's right. If you've been to uh, any store recently, you've seen all of the Lightyear action figures, uh, as well as toys related to the film. Uh, you can meet a new Buzz Lightyear in Tomorrowland at Disneyland Resort. And for the first time, he's a face character. Okay. Um, he's a young, blonde-looking character. I I don't know. I, I'm used to the cartoon Buzz Lightyear with the, with the big jaw. Did you say he's a blonde-looking character? He's blonde. He's a blonde young fella. This guy? Well, he's it's a it's a sandy blonde, I guess. It's not. It's nowhere near blonde. What color would you call brown. it? Brown. Oh, brownish blonde. Okay. No, it's brown. He's got some blonde in there. <laughs> not blonde. What What do you think of Buzz as a live character? I think it's pretty good. I mean, you know, it's sort of up for interpretation because he's a cartoon and you're moving him into a live action person. Right. But I don't know. I think the guy that they have here portraying him in the Disney Parks blog story looks pretty decent. Okay. Cool. Uh, if you've seen the movie, you might be familiar with Buzz's robot, robotic cat socks. Um, there are some plushes as well as some other versions of the toy that you can get. I'm not sure if any of them talk, but that that would be fun. Oh, it would be so much better if the robot cat talked. You know, I would buy one of those and then you'd throw it away in six months like my Stitch. Remember that? I didn't throw away your Stitch. I sold it for good money. Oh, okay. Uh, and... Um, yeah, it's uh, some pretty cool Buzz Lightyear stuff, of course. They've got Minecraft and books. and uh, They have a little golden book. They do have a golden book. I've seen it, and it's pretty good. They also have a Buzz Lightyear Star, uh, Star Command cone. It is purple cheesecake soft serve with chocolate wings and space sprinkles. And then, of course, you can purchase the Buzz Lightyear, um, what would you call that? Um, I don't know. It's a hand that holds a cup. What? I don't even yeah, know what it's, that it's is. It's a cup holder. It's kind of like when they made the Infinity Gauntlet cup holder. Oh. Um, it's a Buzz Lightyear. It's a gauntlet. That's what it's called. The Buzz Lightyear gauntlet cup holder. Um, you can get that in Disneyland as well. So uh, go to the movies, enjoy the film, and then, of course, uh, head over to Shop Disney or your parks and buy the merch. Okie dokie. Um, there is a first look at some home inspiration concepts for Cotino, a story living by Disney community. That's right. We mentioned uh, about a month and a half ago that Disney was going to be building a community in the Coachella Valley out in California. Um, so they are uh, 
uh, just sharing with some of the preliminary drawings and inspirations for the homes. Uh, pretty cool. I mean, they're beautiful and they look pricey. They are. They are beautiful. It will be pricey. Um, at least one section of the resort is going to be for residents who are 55 and older. Um, and since they are scheduled to begin sales in 2023, I will qualify for that. Oh, my goodness. So I did not get my Adventures by Disney trip for Father's Day, but maybe a house in the Coachella Valley. Sure, no problem. Um, so this is a master-planned community for uh, created by Disney. There is rumor that they will be putting uh, additional master-planned communities across the U.S., but I'm sure we'll have to see how this one sells. I'm sure it will sell just fine. Yep. So that is all of the Disney Parks blog stories. Uh, so let's head over to Disneyland with some uh, Disney news. Okay. They moved the Buzz Lightyear meet and greet over to Space Mountain. Yes, they did. That is the uh, face character meet and greet that we were talking about. Uh, and they have put a launch platform structure uh, from Buzz Lightyear. And uh, that is the uh, that is the backdrop for the meet and greet. So it's uh, it's a nice little meet and greet. Cool. And we'll talk about the film when we get to the entertainment section. Okay. What's going on over at uh, California Adventure? Um, at Avengers Campus, they have uh, introduced Miss Marvel and Shang Chi. That's right. Shang Chi is there uh, in his. Darn. Uh, in his hero costume, and he is now wielding the Ten Rings. Okay. Uh, when he was there last time, he was not. Um, but uh, he is now patrolling the grounds of the campus. Uh, when he was there in November, October, November, uh, he had to be socially distanced, of right. course. So he is now walking around uh, with the people, as are all of the other characters. And uh, it's a pretty cool, uh, it's a pretty cool sight to see them walking down amongst the people. And the Ms. Marvel character looks pretty cool as well. She does. You haven't watched that yet on Disney Plus, have you? No, not yet. There's too many things to watch and not enough time. That is true. Let's Be head over to uh, Florida. Okay. Um, park hours have been extended for the Magic Kingdom and Epcot in July. That's right. Magic Kingdom will open at 9 a.m. daily throughout July. Uh, and they will have an 11 p.m. closing July 5th through 18th. July 20th, July 22nd through 25th, and 27th through 30th. It will still close at 10 p.m. on July 19th, 21st, and 26th. Extending evening hours will begin for Disney Deluxe Resort and Disney DVC guests at 11 p.m. on July 6th, 13th, 20th, and 27th. Epcot will be open at 8.30 a.m. from July 3rd through 30th. Uh, and the parks will close at 9 p.m. Uh, and just a reminder, if you've booked a stay at a Walt Disney World Resort property, you get in one half early, uh, one half hour earlier than the rest of the general public. Nice. Um, there is a new Lightyear Zerg Freeze Strawberry Dole Whip Slush that's available at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. This is available in the Tomorrowland section of the park at, uh, at Auntie Gravity's Galactic Goodies. Uh, and this is, let's see, what does this consist of? It is a black currant slush with Dole Whip strawberry and boba pearls for six forty nine. That does not include tax. It looks pretty good. It does look good. It's and I'm black, not a, black currant is an interesting flavor to go with. I was going to say I'm not a fan of black currant, but uh, you don't even have you even tried it? No, I haven't. <laughs> okay. Um, the Tron Light Cycle Run walkways are still uh, under construction, and the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company um, railroad area is also being worked on. That's right. There are two walkways that are going to be under the exterior portion of the coaster. One will lead to the ride's entrance. One will lead over to the Storybook Circus. 
And uh, the main walkway leading to the entrance of the park is almost completed. So they are now working on that walkway over to Storybook Campus. Um, and uh, that is what is going on. They're pouring a lot of concrete. I think if you're in the concrete business in Orlando, you are uh, you're making a killing on this job. You're doing well. Um, so, yeah, they are uh, adding planters as well as walkways, and that is being graded and uh, not, not graded like a paper, but graded um, architecturally. Landscaping, yes. landscaping grading. Okay, so, yes. So that's what's going on. All right. So this is big news here. Some additional garbage cans have been installed at Guardians of the Galaxy. And that is because there have been com- uh, a, a, a numerous amount of motion sickness complaints uh, so they have added trash cans, uh, I guess, for people to get sick in um, or to throw away sickness bags uh, as they are exiting the ride. So um, if you're going to go, I guess, this take, take your Dramamine. This is not me excited for this ride. I was excited, but like, mm-hmm. gosh, this is this is Mission Space all over again. Right. Did you do Mission Space? No. Right. <laughs> I'm afraid. I'll bet you are. Um, the theme park hours have been extended at Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom for July. Why could this not have been part of the first story? That's what I'd like to know. Uh, but I don't write the news. I just present it. Okay. Uh, Hollywood Studios, July 3rd through 30th. The park will open at 9.30 and it will close at 9 p.m. Animal Kingdom will continue to open at 8 a.m., but they have moved their closing time back to 8 p.m. And that is for July 10th through 30th. All right, so we normally don't edit the show, but we actually just stopped and uh, deleted a section and restarted because Cheryl put a gigantic pause in, and I wasn't sure if she was having, like, a, a mini stroke. And the, the, the story wouldn't load. What am I supposed to do? But she, you could have made small talk. I'm going to have to start humming when, there, tell when me, I have Tell me how else. good I look. You look so good. They can, we'll only do that when the stories aren't oh, loading. Oh, sorry. And then okay. people who listen will know the stories aren't loading. And the people who don't normally listen are going to be like, we'll what just is think this, I look good. this lady's crazy? Um, at Hollywood Studios and Galaxy's Edge, Hunter Jobs is now a- a visible as Batu Bounty Hunters Magic Band Plus game station is activated. That's right. This is the Batu Bounty Hunters Magic Band Plus game that we've been talking about, um, and they are now visible on the screens. Although they're still kind of hiding them behind the planters, you can't go and play it yet. Uh, but if you get a look at it, the screens are active. Um, current, uh, previously they had said that the system was unavailable, but now you can see what some of the bounties, uh, are for some of the characters they're looking for. So is this going to be sort of like, uh, the things they used to have in Epcot, the, um, scavenger, scavenger hunt. hunt type thing? Sounds like it. Okay. Um, some more performances of Finding Nemo, the Big Blue and Beyond at Animal Kingdom were canceled. Yep. Once again, it's the early and late performances on uh, the 17th. They canceled them at 1030 and 430. So if you're heading over to Animal Kingdom uh, and you want to see the show, make sure you check your times guide uh, because they might very well have uh, modified the schedule. Okay. Now some exciting news in the resort. Um, a man got cut off at Beauty and the Beast bar in Disney's Grand Floridian. He screamed, you aren't my mom, and vowed to return with videos of expensive cars. Yeah, so uh, this is not pretty cool. Um, they were uh, uh, cut off by the bartender. They were a little inebriated. A uh, 25-year-old man started saying, you aren't my mom. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> Uh, he grabbed the uh, server in an aggressive manner. Uh, the 25-year-old balled his hands into fists. Um, and uh, just a nutty situation. Disney security called, uh, was called, 
and uh, the sheriff's dep- deputies came back too and uh, uh, found this guy in his hotel room, but he refused to talk about what was going on. Uh, he had not been charged with a crime as of uh, now, um, and uh, we don't know what's uh, what's really happening. But I, I think that's a fun excuse. You're not my mom. You're not my mom. No, you're not. I can drink all I want. Uh, Disney has filed 10 lawsuits against Orange County property, the Orange County property appraiser. That's right. Uh, and this is not the first time Disney's filed a lawsuit. Um, they do this because they feel that the tax assessor is claiming um, an excessive tax for the property. Um, in 2021, Disney actually won $8 million uh, recovery uh, in overcharged taxes. So, you know, this is a battle that they have with the tax assessor on a somewhat uh, regular basis. Right. And um, it relates to, you know, what their estimation of the property is. You know, Disney has already paid their taxes, but they insist that they've overpaid and they're just trying to get the, the right value set for the property. Okay. You would think once they get the value set that they wouldn't have to do this again. Every year. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, over at the Polynesian, the Spirit of Aloha building is looking uh, even more apocalyptic. It does. Uh, it is uh, about halfway destroyed at this point. Um, you can uh, you can see it from the monorail, and there's not really any way to to hold it, uh, to disguise it, yeah. um, you know, with with walls or anything because you're up above. Um, but we know that this area is being knocked down so that they can put it in their new vacation club property. So probably another week or two, and it will be uh, it will be gone. Okay. Uh, now some exciting news. Yes. Uh, the Disney Cruise Line. Yes. Uh, the Wish arrived at Castaway Key today. That's crazy. And they uh, they stopped over at the Azores on uh, Tuesday, mm-hmm. which was a, I believe they call it a technical, a technical stop. Um, it was really just for provisions and fuel. Uh, and then uh, they continued over to Castaway Key, where they uh, spent the day there, of course, you know, docking for the first time there and uh, probably got a little bit of R&R for the, the staff. And uh, tomorrow morning, around 4 or 5 a.m., she should pull into port at Port Canaveral. So exciting. And uh, then on the 29th, so about a week and a half from now, she will be christened. Uh, and then on July 15th, I believe it is the uh, first first cruise, the inaugural cruise. So are you going to go on to the uh, webcam for Port Canaveral and try to watch her come in? At 4 a.m., you're probably just going to see darkness. Mm, but if you look when it's light in the morning, you'll see her sitting there. You will. Pretty exciting. So I'll, I'll check that out during the course of the day. And for people who don't know, um, most of the ports have webcams where you can sort of watch the uh, the ships come in and out. And it's, I don't know, it's kind of fun, especially, you know, now the weather's nice up here in the Northeast. But when it's cold and miserable every once in a, lo- a while, I like to, you know, pull up the Port of Miami and, I don't know, just see what it looks like down there. Yep. And if you uh, ever want to watch the Port Canaveral webcam and you watch it about... Uh, 5 p.m. on Fridays, Saturdays, and Mondays, you will see Disney ships uh, pulling out. Cool. So always a fun time. And the, the, the ship departures actually draw a crowd at the uh, at the port. Mm-hmm. There will be people eating at restaurants who, who go for dinner at that time just so they can watch the cruise ships pull out. And people go out onto the um, – what's that jetty. camping area? The jetty. Yeah. yeah, and they'll wave and stuff. It's nice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so into entertainment news – uh, Marvel's going to be developing a Wonder Man series for Disney Plus, uh, and it's going to be led by um, uh, Destin Daniel Creighton, who is the director and writer of Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. He will be executive producing and perhaps uh, direct some of the series. 
Now, this was, um, I forget which movie this was in, um, but Nathan Fillion, uh, they had posters made up in the background of one of the movies for Nathan Fillion as Wonder Man. Uh, So there's rumor if he will be, if they will try to cast him. Um, So Wonder Man is uh, is an actor. Okay. um, But he's also a superhero. Perfect. Yeah. This doesn't all mean very much to me. No, it doesn't. (laughs) He is an Avenger, though, so. Um. It seems that Ms. Marvel viewership is coming in at numbers dramatically lower than some of the other Disney Plus Marvel series. Yeah, and that's after, you know, the first show. It only brought in uh, 775,000 views in the first five days. Uh, Most of the other Disney Plus Marvel series have had over a million views on their first couple of days. Now, maybe it's because it's nice weather. Um, You know, I'm not going to make excuses for Ms. Marvel. It's it's summertime. People are doing other things. I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't heard that it's not good or it's good, but like it's there's a lot of th- other things to watch and not a lot of time, so I just haven't gotten there yet. Do you think that uh, it's overkill? Too many too many shows coming out? Too much Marvel, too much Yeah. You know, it's fighting against Obi-Wan. For a while they were doing uh, you know, a Marvel show that would run its, you know, six-week course yeah. and then another Star Wars show. And then that would complete and then they'd run the next Marvel show. So now we're starting to get to the point where there's so much content that new content is overlapping. Yeah, you're watching one or the other. Right. Not, it's hard to do both. And they're not short. Right. You know, it's not, they're not quick little half-hour episodes. No. You know, I do know a show that you would be exciting to watch, uh, excited to watch when it comes on to Disney+. Plus. What's that? Zootopia+. Plus. Oh, uh, and that is going to be a six-episode series that will follow various sets of characters from Zootopia, including the Monster Shrews, Tiger Dancers, and my favorites, the Sloths. That's probably one of the best Disney movies. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. So this is uh, coming to uh, uh, to Disney Plus in November, and one of the episodes has already been seen, uh, and that was The Godfather of the Bride, which was the origin story for Mr. Big. Okay, yeah. Uh, and uh, it was done in the style of, of the Godfather films. So uh, we've got that to look forward to. Yes, definitely have to watch that. You have to remind me because like, I've been overwhelmed by all the things to watch. True. Uh, Guy Ritchie is going to be directing a live-action version of Disney's Hercules. Yes. Now, we've known for a while that the Russo brothers were going to be producing, uh, thought that they might be directing, and there had been some rumor that Chris had they were going to try to get Chris Hemsworth to play uh, Hercules. Um, that seem, that talk seems to have toned down. Uh, the Russo brothers will still be producing, but they have now signed Guy Ritchie, uh, who's a pretty big-time producer uh, and uh, – uh, I'm sorry, director – and uh, he's going to be uh, directing uh, the film. It's going to be written by David Callahan, who wrote uh, was one of the writers of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And uh, they're hoping to spin this off into a new franchise. Um, Joe Russo has said they want to see something really cool that they want to get lost in it for a decade or so. Wow. So we could be seeing multiple Hercules uh, episodes. Uh, this is another one of the... Uh, Resurgence, the 1990s resurgence of Disney animation. Mm. This is another one of those films to get the live action treatment. Uh, so far, we've seen Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, and The Lion King. And those were kind of that new crop of Disney animated they were films very to go live action. successful, though. How successful was Hercules? Uh, Hercules made $252 million at the box office. What does that mean to me? Uh, it's, it, it was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it had the draw of The Lion King. No, I mean, you, you don't see any... Uh intellectual property of that anywhere in the parks like what what is there for hercules 
Oh, uh, yeah, there's nothing. No. We used to see Meg with the princess. Uh, Sometimes, but I mean, table. everything else has like rides themed around it. Like all the other um, movies that you mentioned uh-huh. have something in the, the parks. Right. Because they're. Popular? They're popular. They draw people in. You know, they're, they're kids' favorites. Right. I don't, no, no kid gets excited for Hercules. And I, I think that has to do, I wonder if, how much it has to do with the fact that it is a, a male hero. I think the princess. Well, no, that's not true because uh, I guess Lion King. He was a he was a male hero too. I was just thinking princesses versus. Uh, yeah, not being able to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Meg certainly wasn't a princess. No. Um, Disney and Pixar's Lightyear. Um, it had its opening weekend, and it did not do as well as was hoped. That's right. If you remember on Friday's show, we said that they were projecting seventy to eighty million dollars for opening weekend. It actually brought in about $51 million, and um, that finished in second place behind Jurassic, uh, the latest Jurassic Park uh, movie. Uh, so that is not good. Um, you know, these usually open up like blockbusters. It is, however, uh, the largest post-COVID opening weekend for an animated film. Uh, we're going to start, you know, everything's going to be related yeah. to post-COVID. The bar is low. Um, but this is the, the first Pixar movie since onward in 2020 that has been released to theaters. Okay. Uh, the past three Pixar films um, were released direct to, to right. uh, video right. or, or Disney+. Plus. So this is the first time we've gotten a new film since onward. And even onward was only in movie theaters for like a week and a half before right. COVID shut everything down. I thought it was really good. Did you? I did. I think it might be the kind of thing, even though it didn't do as well opening weekend as they hoped, I – hope that enough people saw it and talked to other people and say, no, it was really, it was really good. You should go see it. And, you know, maybe the numbers pick up a little. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. it was great. So you hope it, it, as they say, you hope it has legs. Right. Yes. Okay. I don't say that, but no. people say that. That's what they say. Okay. Um, construction is continuing at uh, Super Nintendo World at um, Universal Studios Hollywood. They are working on Bowser's Castle. That's right. Bowser's Castle is almost completed. We mentioned uh, about two weeks ago that the rocks were uh, being built around the castle. Um, but uh, now it's almost done. So they do get a Super Nintendo World there. That will also be part of the Florida Universal Epic Universe Park when mm-hmm. they build it. I, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I the, think the, the theming is going to be great. Right. Um, special of, uh, the special effects show is going to be returning, and the new Minions experience and some new Minions experiences are coming to Universal Studios Hollywood this summer. That's right. Uh, Minions: The Rise of Gru hits theaters on July first, so Minions will be taking over Universal Plaza at Universal Studios Hollywood. You will be able to meet the newest Minion, Otto, as well as Jerry and Dave from. Uh, June 27th through July 17th, they will have a 16-foot Minion Squishy and a Minion-themed game uh, available through Sunday, August 14th. Uh, Let's see what is going on. And they are also starting a new special effects show. Uh, Actually, I'm sorry, it it is returning July 1st and will run daily through August 14th. And then starting August 20th, it will be weekends only. Um, The Nighttime Lights at Hogwarts Castle will be performed each night at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Um, so that uh, that is the deal out at Universal Studios Hollywood. And uh, that is all of the main park news. Now, out of the Orlando Sentinel uh, and through TripAdvisor, mm-hmm. 
big news because they've named the top theme parks in America. Yes. And it is not a Disney or a Universal park. Oh, well, because I don't know what they take into consideration for these things. Well, tell them who the winner is. It's Dollywood. Dollywood is number one. Uh, And this is what is interesting to me is um, Dollywood is ranked first, followed by Universal's Islands of Adventure, and number three is the Magic Kingdom Park. Wow. Uh, Four is Universal Studios Hollywood. Five is Universal Studios Florida. Silver Dollar City is six. Funland in Delaware is seven. Fun Spot America is eight. Santa's Village is number nine. Santa's Village is great. Bush Garden, 10. Disneyland Park, 11. I mean, I feel like I would rather go to Disneyland than to Santa's Village, but, you know, what do I know? Yeah, once again, I think these results are somewhat skewed. Yeah, by something. I'm not even sure what, but. it's uh, it, it just doesn't sound right. No. So, do uh, you have any closing words? Nope. All right. So, we hope everyone has a good couple days. And until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.